Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Why do you have fingernail clippers and they're not fully shut? Again, <laughs> what is wrong with you and things? Okay. You close scissors. There's, there's you no... close fingernail clippers okay, and put the. It, it was wide. It was wide open and turned upside down for you just to grab and it to clamp on your skin. That wouldn't be possible. <sighs> Why is that? Golly, are you just like a? Oh, what is it? Oh, this cords. <laughs> You're like you. It's like. Oh God, we're never gonna start. This is supposed to be our anniversary show. Fuck it. Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. So did you want to know me after you figured out I was good in bed? What? 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 (laughs) Most confusing line ever. And no one ever clarified. No one. Biggest fail of Sean Robinson. Totally. If someone says they're good in bed, they usually, well, it depends, but... You need to follow up and say, "Are you good in bed?" I don't. You can ask about fucking Emily's parents' sex life. That's not even it on was, the show. It was I don't a understand. serious misfire. Misfire. This whole second half of the tell-all was fell flat for me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, y'all. Welcome this to is reality. Reality gaze. Tell-all part two, and y'all. More importantly. This is our third anniversary of this show. It's our show. third anniversary of Reality Games. Y'all have been listening to this shit for three years, and you should probably have yourself examined. I don't know how you've done it. <laughs> Boy, I would have checked out at least a year ago. I would have said, I get it. You're gross. I checked out by, I checked out by the first year. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> 
No, it's you know what? We're it's it's a happy anniversary, happy Maddie. anniversary. Yes, it's a it's a dream what is come the third true. anniversary? Well, I know the first is paper, paper, and then the second one the- is. Uh, plastic, and the third one's compost. <laughs> Pewter. Pewter. I don't know. What is... Uh, Ask your Siri. Hey, Siri, what do you get for the third anniversary? <sighs> Never mind. Hey, Siri, what do you get for the third anniversary? Is Siri telling you? Ooh. Look, it looks like it's leather. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh God! Well, ooh, I'm accepting harnesses. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Saddles, harnesses. Wow! Back in the saddle, chaps, all of it. I'm actually not to use with you. No, I'm fine with all of that. I like a good harness, just not with you. <laughs> yeah, it's telling good you. for grabbing. I'm telling you all, if you've never had sex in a leather sling, then you're working too hard. I don't think leather slings, I think that would chafe. You're wrong. All right. You're wrong, yeah. My 20s. Um, where where, where I'm are sorry. we? You started talking about leather and bondage, and you don't know what's happening. Y'all, what a way to celebrate our anniversary. Then turn going, on timing. Then going on our tour, on the doublet tour. The doublet tour. We're very excited. We're going to, uh, we, now we have a little bit of, a, a little bit of some things going on. First of all. Um, for New York, tickets are still fine for New York. However, Chicago, the VIP, whoop, whoop. Low ticket alert. Low, low ticket, ticket alert. alert. Chicago, Atlanta, whoop, whoop, whoop. Low VIP ticket alert. DC, whoop, whoop, Yeah, whoop, we're, whoop, we're at, we're at DEF CON 5 there. It's like, it's nine t- VIP tickets left. So And Tampa, VIPs are already sold out. They sold out. Our, we told you our Patreons are some thirsty hoes and our super sissies and supercasts, and they bought them all. I'm a little pissed off that it was the first, after I basically shaded y'all, <laughs> I'm a little pissed off that it was the first VIP to sell Floridians out. fucking came for you, and now you've got egg on your face. I respect it. I respect it. I don't respect you, still. <laughs> I respect, I'm excited. I respect the work. I'm excited your to state go to is Tampa. Still is is still a trashy. It looks beautiful. I think I might stay a couple of days afterwards and do like a little fun thing there, and just see this, see the sights. Great. <laughs> also, we found out during. Ad- I don't care what you do during Atlanta. We're going to be there, y'all. During Atlanta Pride. Yes, that's very exciting. Ooh. Speaking of leather, there you go. <laughs> you can celebrate. And Tampa is going to be Poodle's birthday weekend show. I don't want to call it a birthday weekend. I am. It's your birthday. Shouldn't the th- I be able to choose how I celebrate well, my your birthday? Well, your birthday's on the 13th, so if we're doing Tampa on the 14th, it's perfect. Fine. I'm going to have, maybe, may, since we're in Florida, maybe I can hire Kara to make a balloons with your age. Kara's not in Florida. She's in Virginia. I always think she's in Florida. Well, nah, it's the, and she can't really fly. It's that brain she'll be, disorder. She'll be a month away from giving birth. So. Yeah, at that point. Well, that's fucked. Oh well. Anyway, we're excited. Um, we're we're very excited. We have some other announcements. We're going to put them in part two. Actually, we're kind of breaking it up. But one more. What was it? Um, oh, our collab. Collab with uh, Six Degrees of Six Reality. Six Degrees of Reality TV. Yes. With Amy and Leslie. Yes. And we talked about maths, Married at First Sight San Diego, <laughs> and those individuals. Oh, Lindy. Uh, Lindy! 
Yeah, I kind of want to watch just for Ooh. Lindy uh, and and for and for the 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 dog couple and see how because that's not Justin. Work out. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Alexa, Ariella, Alexis. Alexis. Yes, yes. I definitely want to go back and watch the honeymoon episodes just to see Miguel shirts. Yeah, and I and that and that move that we, they were talking about with Ben actually told everyone like a gossip that his wife then um, had, had was not actually finished with her nursing, nursing degree when he actually didn't understand how nursing degrees work and she actually already was a nurse that would have been it for me that would have been it for me too. i would have left the show yeah being ben is just ben he's a piece of shit they're all pretty awful well <laughs> um i only gave two of the couples a chance the other three were most dramatically DOA. Yes. Speaking of DOA, we're going to talk, but that's part of our, y'all, we have some Love is Blind updates on part two. <laughs> Woo! Now, I can honestly say, Iana and Jarrett getting divorced, not surprising at all. Save it for part two. We said we're going to announce it part two. Oh, I just, I, I completely ignored you. <laughs> <laughs> you say, I, I heard you say it. You're the one that suggested it. I heard you say it. And I can, it was your idea. I know, you're right. We're going to do it now because I already kind of gave it up. This was your idea. We're doing it live. Iana and Jarrett, Dunzo. Even though they put out like a, a thing, yeah, a Facebook post about, or Instagram post saying, blah, 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 I can't. Can't come up, can't get us down, blah, blah, blah. Respect our privacy, blah, blah, blah. Um, it almost, and then, then same week, Nick and Danielle announced they were divorcing. It's almost like they had a big hourglass and it just yeah. ran out. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, like in The Wizard of Oz. Um, so I that means no one from that season. No one. I bet is Nick together. and Danielle went to their fourth therapist and the fourth therapist just said, break up already. <laughs> Break up already. I, for some reason, I had a little bit of hope for them because, but I think both of them realized that finding a way to tolerate the other was just going to take so much work. And I think, especially Danielle's issues. There's a lot of issues there. Well, I guess you, but remember, Nick's came out his issues. I agree. Too. And so Danielle's and, were more apparent. Though yes, um, but Nick's was speaking apparent. Like, didn't he have no relationship with his mother and stuff like that, or something? No, was, he met with them. No, with his own mother. No, we he met. We, the, we, but we met we, his family though, and they were no. We met his mom. Well, but I mean, Danielle's mom was like kind of a Danielle's mom was a wine But remember, his mom, mom and sister, remember, were really harsh. No, they were weird. But it's not that he didn't have a relationship with them. I feel I feel like though it came out later that like they'd had a lot of trouble. So I'm just saying. Oh, he has. I think he has mama drama. No, I agree with you. Um, That's what I meant. No, by I that. was saying we saw them on the show. Yeah, they yeah, were we really saw them. cold. I, I. Yeah, I just I think we thought that maybe they would be wounded sparrows together that could help you. Yeah. No, nope. They're just shot and dead now. It's done. Why are you just? It's weird. I, I drink out of a glass all the time, and you're... Yeah. I'm doing what you do. I'm drinking water out of a glass. It's weird. Put it down. Don't just I'm sit just, there with it. I'm just holding it. 
<laughs> what? I'm just relaxed. I think it's like it's like we're at a cocktail party or Y'all, something. If you're watching the intimate portrait right now, first of all, you're sitting right here. You're drinking a Waterloo. Waterloo, I do. I enjoy Waterloo. Y'all get ready in the. They're very in, good. In episode two or part two of this, it's time for Poodles Broadway Corner again. I'm not going to do that now though. Not like I, I don't know said. what you're going to do. So yeah, that they're done, which means it it is a perfect goose egg for season two of Love Is Blind. <laughs> and season one, remember, has still has two of the couples that did get married. Yeah, are still together. Yeah, because no one else got married, right? No, Gigi. Yeah, Mark. <laughs> Mark, who is who is twenty four, uh, and uh, Jessica. Yeah, and nobody. then and Kelly and. Vegetable lasagna. Which, by the way, y'all, I didn't know this. Yeah. Poodle did. But when we did The Six Degrees of Reality, if you do like Love is Blind, you should watch Married at First Heart. Same production. Same producers. Same producers. Yeah. So <clears throat> very very similar feelings. All right. Let's get into sparkles. Woo. Woo. So, okay. We're right in the middle. Oh, we should tell everybody. I'm sorry. Y'all, we're just taking this tell-all. Normally, we do oh, couples. Yeah. We're doing this in cron order because basically... Because Jabri inserted himself and every other couple into every fucking conversation, it completely ruined the structure of the tell-all of this part. And so... Because we had to stop every time ev- Jabri had an issue with every someone. Every time he had an issue. So now we're going to have to do it this way. Thanks, gibberish. Thanks, gibberish. Uh, so... We 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 are stopped mid sparkles. Mid sparkles. Uh, and and basically, it's interesting. I want to talk about Jabri's language. Every time he feels he sees another person that he wants to demean, mm-hmm. is always well. He's dimming light because his light isn't lit. Yes, he's. Either being oppressed, he wants to oppress me because he's jealous of me. It's always he's jealous. Well, it, that's what a narcissist says. Yeah, that is like one hundred and one. What a narcissist says: Oh, they're jealous of me. This is, and I'm sure I'm speak for all of you, as all of you were screaming. I kept saying, "Please stop doing this. Please stop. Please stop." I every time he would talk, when a person like this is in your life. It ex- is exhausting. But and this is what he does when we see. I mean, he said that later about David. This is what he says about everyone yeah. in every aspect of his life. They're jealous. His of him. parents were right. I can't believe I'm saying that. What? Right they in, were right. Right in to what? Do, to do everything they said to him about, we think you're making a rash decision. We think because it's all been done before. They've yeah. seen so many of these situations. I don't necessarily love the way they handled it, right. but they were right. Yes. I almost can't fault the way they handled it. I can fault her because she raised that. I see that. Yeah. I'm just so just appalled by how he behaved. Oh, yes. I, 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 I actually think Jabri is... I can't. St- I hate him more than anybody we've watched on 90 Day That's Beyonce. amazing. I don't think that happens to me. But uh, no, he bothered. I would rather. I would rather watch a marathon of Big Ed than Jabri. That's a statement, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Give me ten hours of Mark and Nikki over. Oh no! <laughs> no, I'm telling you. 
Just it. What can I have so, a David and Lana weekend? So what? Oh, get specific. What's because what? Jabri doesn't get specific, right? Specific. So tell him what is it that grinds your gears? Well, you said to that we both talked about. There's not no, like I don't know. No I don't authenticity. Agree. I agree with you. Yeah, it's but, the end authenticity. But yeah. also, it is the uh, I really just can't the hypocrisy. Yeah, because Jabri is he spots it and every you spot it, you got it, and he's. Literally, and Ari tried to call him out, but Ari's just, y'all, oh, she's not good with words sometimes. And, but his ability to not talk about people, what's going on, mm-hmm. uh, but he had just attacks someone's character for who they are and tries to hurt them. Right. Like, talks about their identity with actually no specifics <clears throat> of what really the problem is. He's a bully. And just, he yeah. is a bully. Yes, Jabri is the bully. And we heard so much about him saying... I was bullied for the way I look. I was blah, blah, blah. And he said, my mom sent me to military school to fix that out of me. And we hear this again and again, you guys, when, when you send people to military school or send people to like tough love camps, it only makes things worse. They only come back bigger bullies. Yeah, I just think, and also too, if you need to send someone to a, a, a military school, then probably everyone else is not the problem. Yes, and I and I think there sometimes there may be a place for going to a sp- place if if you cannot if like if you're staying in trouble with the law, mm-hmm. you know, and you're worried about your kid going to jail. Yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah. I kind of understand that, but and maybe that's what happened. I don't know. Yeah, but I just know he has. It's there's a problem. The biggest problem is that. He can hide it. He can hide that bully for a for a while, which he, he successfully acts like, yeah. did. Yeah. And what was weird is he's got a certain magnetism, yeah, that you're attracted to, and then you realize that's why Miona's going to get it, going to be with him for longer, or they may just stay together. I I, I I think both of them are just so vapid. I think they won't stay together because, um. There, Jibri adores and loves her right now, but once Jibri feels like this is a problem with the narcissist, she disrespected once, me. Once a narcissist feels like someone, not even disrespect, that their loyalty or allegiance is not to them, Ugh. they turn on them. Well, like the, that's what he would, would did with David. Yep, and he will turn on her. Mark my words, he will. I give it. I give them. Now, I do think they could go maybe five years. Yeah, but yeah, they'll break up. I just need to also say uh, just just to put a button on this. His is a very sad. It's not going to end well. He. It's the kind of thing where he could get into substance abuse because debris. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he doesn't finish anything. Too exactly. He. That's a big big thing. Is it? He never finishes anything because he doesn't have follow through. Yeah. Um, which is why when the parents would ask him, so you're going to do this. So we don't know. They've had to say this. And he always says, mom, blah, 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 every time. Now you know why that was. Now you know. Yeah. Um, anyway, can we... May we never see him on our television again. I pray we don't. Um, I pray. Because uh, also, too, I want to say the thing that bothers me about Jabri, the desperateness to be famous. Yeah. The, the mean, thirstiness. The, it's not even a... I mean, it is dehydration desperateness. And that's just... Ugh. Anyway, so there he and John are fighting and uh basically the it's it's 
He tries to say that John is lonely and just plays video games. And so the problem is, is that when he brings these things up, then Sean takes off on it and asks, she asked Patrick, she said, do you think that this impression of John is correct, Patrick? And that's where Patrick says, I think he gives a space. And, but then what's kind of gross about this is that Thais starts siding with Jabri. She's like, thank you for standing up for me. And now, she's like, he is too involved in our relationship. Thais's idea of a relationship is to defend your wife at all costs regardless it is ultimate allegiance to your wife, mm-hmm. and and it's almost a chivalry times but ten, but not to your husband, right? So let's just call that out, because she completely just threw her and said, "Why aren't you taking up for him, or taking up with him?" And John explained. John explained, like, look, like he can be combat, you know. Or John said, "I try to be nice." I actually feel like, to be honest. I feel like from what we've seen from John, he behaved well this tell-off. He did. Now, and he got in some real choice phrases. And normally I would have a problem with the casual homophobia of, I saw you fighting with your boyfriend over there, but not with Jabri. You know what? I normally would Didn't too. have a problem with it. I, I did. He said it. And I went, uh, that's oh, okay. Didn't have a problem I, with it. Because I just don't like, yeah, but that's not. Again, I love John right now. John's going to say something and get himself canceled, oh, yeah. y'all. That's going to happen. It's a matter of time. It's a matter of time. But, like, burn after burn on Spockles. And that's why when they broke, that's why when they go back together as, like, they were ha- they were having that little break. Yeah. And then the British said, all right, it's time to go back. And Jabri's like, I'm not going back in there with him. And Jabri starts talking about how he ruined everything, how he talked over everything. Blame, 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 blame. blame. But that Jabri is just pointing out exactly what he just did. He's talked over everyone. He's interrupted every time. I'm, yes, I'm yeah. holding my water. Is and, it okay? <laughs> no, I'm just staring at it. at it. Just put it down. Well, I was holding my water because I was going to talk, but then you asked me a question, and now I'm giving a point. Well, let, you do you want? You know what I do. I drink my water. I kind of like it. I'm double fisted with I the mic and the water. I drink my water when you're talking. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong. I feel like we're just like two friends just having a drink it's at a bar. It's just weird. <laughs> just holding it. Anyway, uh, don't make mouth sounds. So I just want to say what the reason Jabri did not want John there is John was the only one who was calling him on his bullshit. Yeah. And could give it back to him. So yeah. it makes sense that when someone was challenging him to run the room, he would not – he instead of going to in, to engage in dialogue, he took his toys and went home. Yep. Which is what he always does. Yep. What he did with David yep. and all of that. Yep. It's just it, – he, he's a pathetic person, to be honest. Yeah. He's an adult. He is 27 years old. Yeah. He's pathetic. He's pathetic, honestly. Yeah. So, where John and John, you know, and so, so I'm going to drop him, y'all. Best John would Boston John would drop Jabri in a second. I think so too, actually. Yeah, <laughs> like a scary right drunk hook. And here's what's going to happen. <laughs> I bet you, if Jabri came for John, Patrick would come for Jabri because he would. They he still he didn't grow up, but he would take that enmeshed trauma bond, y'all. It would. I I kind of wish it would have happened. They would have never let it, unfortunately. They would have never let it happen. But so my favorite part is when 
John, John's, they're talking about this, and John says, you know, like, I try to be nice and cordial. He's like, I'm very combative. He's like, but I'm not going to sit here and say nothing. He's like, not my nature. And then, so Sean says, well, Patrick, it seems like you're taking this hands-off approach, and and what do you actually think? Who's the problem, John or Thais? And right. he's like, well, I do think John is probably more the problem. And you see John kind of go, yeah, 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 I'm the problem, I'm the problem. Uh-huh. And then kind of... <laughs> I don't know how John got his eye to wink. It's almost a like a twitch. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, okay. And I'm like, I, this guy is a, this guy is literally like a walking Popeye cartoon. I think he, I think John though knows Patrick had to say that. Yeah. And here's here's the trick. Pa- Thais will always be, even if Patrick and Thais were on our televisions again, which I don't think they will be unless it's Diaries. No, I think they're going to go to Diaries. she will not show who she is on camera. No, she won't. And that has been the biggest problem. Yeah. You can't really like her because she's never going to show enough who who she is. No, they're they're in the Diary land. Yeah. They've been cast on the Diaries trash heap. Yeah, the Misfit Island. Set them aflame. (laughs) (laughs) Along with like... Along with just like randos, yeah, yeah. Josh and Ika will yeah. throw them on there. Yeah, yeah. No one's getting their own spinoff for Happily Ever After. Uh, the only Happily Ever After are Bilal and Shida. I think Emily and Kobe might be Happily After. Sadly, one day, yeah. Maybe Karen Guillermo. Hey, I have to say, gibberish got on my nerves so much this episode. I was actually, I would be fine with more Emily and Kobe. <laughs> At least it's compelling. Um, now, this is how you know Patrick and John are going to be on Pillow Talk. Because Kelly, sorry, Kelly, Kenny and Tim actually wanted to interview him. Interview him. Like, all of a sudden, this is like the Super Bowl, and we're, ad- <laughs> we're interviewing the quarterback i love that get me out of this sports metaphor it's uh, you weren't doing well i was just gonna let you i love that kenny said i don't have a crush on him but i do want to talk to john (laughs) (laughs) and uh, that means he has a little bit of a crush on him yeah and john says well here's the thing john says i can they're like so what do you what do you what is it with thais now and he's like here's the thing i can tell that he loves her and that she loves him because he was going to Brazil every month. He's, he's like, but I was trying to protect my brother. And this, this is in an attempt to rehab that image. So that's why I think they he never said anything bad about Thais on the tell all. That's true. Nothing. So this is this is I guarantee you John is going to be in this franchise. I can't imagine him not being. I think he will be, but I also think John get is canceled, the type though. of John Thais married Patrick and now they're having a baby. So John All's forgiven. I don't I don't know if it's all forgiven, but he said this is family now. Yeah. This woman's going to have my nephew or my niece. She is the mother. He and he I think he feels like there is Loyalty to family, right. and he and, feels loyalty to her. And what we what we did not say, you guys, if you didn't watch, John does not go back on stage because Jabri basically threatens not to. Yeah, he does. Yeah, so um, that's why he leaves. And Jabri, when Jabri comes back on stage, he's still jawing about John. He's still jawing because he wants to get the last word in. I will say that I enjoyed. Kenny said, "I said John, I said you're drunk. Are you drunk?" And John was like. 
He was like, I behave myself. He's I had like, two beers last night. And then afterwards, like, they're finishing up the interview, and, and Tim's like, I don't drink, but uh, <laughs> I'll have a beer with you. It's like, you're like, I would fine. like a beer right now. <laughs> I would. I mean, like, my boots are real shiny. We could go, like, <laughs> have fun. I, again, I, uh, I kind of could watch the three of them just all go around. That would be. Love it. That would, y'all, the reboot of On the Town of them in New York. <laughs> Give me that musical. New York, New, New York. York. Sparkle, New York, New York. In this lonely town. It's a beautiful town. <laughs> uh, so. That was a deep musical theater yeah. joke. Yeah. On the town. So. Did you see the point? It was kind of chilling to watch that Bilal goes over to Debris. You said that in mid-Atlantic. You said it, it, was, it was chilling quite, to watch. It was quite watch. chilling to watch. <laughs> Bilal goes over, and this is when Bilal tips his hand. He's like, don't let anyone get to you. He's basically telling you, hey, we're black men right here. We don't want to be seen because Bilal is very, 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 very aware of how he seems on television. Well, and there's and he's terrified of being the angry black man. I'm just from. Yeah, I feel like just from friends and people I know, like I think black people are very they're very aware of those ideas of the quote. Angry black man, and I, they don't want to be that on television. I'm, I, I, that's what I'm saying. But no, I'm He's saying terrified. Of no, I'm being just deepening that. that that context for people. They're not, and but you're right. It's it's why we never see any of Bilal this episode. And it's scary though. It's it, and when Bilal, when Bilal, so calculating, try to tamp down his emotions. It's even scarier because you can just see him seething. That moment at the very end, which we're going to talk about, where Shida's crying and he's just staring at the camera, is not something I'm going to quickly forget. Yeah, that was like, I'm telling you, he was, he was livid. He was so angry when he got home. I bet. Oh, I. I guarantee you he froze her out for a like week. Like I said, like I said last, I bet he didn't talk to her for several days. For sure. God. And it's interesting the allegiance of Jabri here. Bilal goes up and talks to him. Yet later on, and we'll talk about this. Jabri completely goes for the jugular for them. So it just goes to show you, Jabri has loyalty only to Jabri, and yeah. that's why he, he and Miona will eventually he will not have loyalty to her yeah, anymore. Yeah, agreed. Anyway, so we're back from the break, um, and Sean's like, uh, or basically, Sean's like, what do we think about that? And that's where, um, I will say this was probably Sean's worst tell-all in a while. I don't think she did, I don't think she did great. I don't think she followed There was a lot lot of polling the couples, like they were experts. Again, I've got to go to producers. It's not Sean, y'all. She's just doing what the producers are telling her to do, so... Well, she could have shut down Debris a couple times. But yeah, I she agree with could that. have said, Debris, can you not give an opinion on everything? Yeah. I would have loved it if she had said that. But she but, let him talk. But that's what the producers want. Yeah. I think. I guess. I, interesting. I I don't think a lot of people like this second part of the tale. I'll be interested to see. Awful. That maybe it'll influence TLC's feedback. I no, don't think to so. Like, do a do the tell all in a different way. I don't think so. I don't think they care. I think they're. Well, gonna... I think they care about. They want people to talk about it. They want people to retweet it. They want people to re TikTok it. And That's all that. true. 
Uh, but I don't think they care who we like anymore. Oh, no. They don't care who we like anymore at all. They just care who we tweet about and talk who about. Who we talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> talk about. Talk about. Um, so. But that's when Talia says, at least said someone said something. And Kara made a great, because Jabri is talking about, and he just, I would, this is a, y'all, this is a, he just calls them white trash on the television that is not. Did he a, say white trash? I, I think he said he did he say said trailer, trailer trash. trash. That is, that is not an appropriate thing to say on television no. about other people. Um, and don't call me trailer trash. I live in a mobile home. <sighs> that's a deep musical theater cut. Wow, that's like old Southern gay deep musical no, theater. No, it's from cut. a it's from a musical called The Great American Trailer Park Musical. I know, but only With like Orfei. Only like Who's going to be on the new Housewives of of New York? Orfei, Broadway Sensation. I should have said that for Poodle's Broadway Corner. Yeah, you I'm ruined sorry. that one. Um yeah, only guys uh gay guys from Branson or yeah, I know. Uh, Orlando know that. I know. Musical. So I just want you to sit with that. It's but, good, actually. But again, I do understand Tice. Actually, no, I think that's from Cowboys. You have musical. to save this for next episode. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. Um, I do think Kara kind of brings up a point. I can see why Tice is upset with Patrick because he never defends anything. Because even Kara's in that moment, she said to Patrick, Patrick, does it not bother you to hear someone call your brother trailer trash? Yeah. And you do have like this. Patrick just kind of sits there and takes it all. And I... That was the first moment I felt a little bit for Thais, and I went, oh, she probably does feel like it's like Patrick never really gets involved in the life they're living. He's kind of a bystander and just yeah. lets people direct him places. Well. But good for Kara for saying I, that. I think he is, I think when it comes to John, he can't move against him because he there's, he's indebted to John for what he did, what they did when they were younger, like, yeah, like and what you said, they he's went my older brother, yeah. So there is he. Every time John is in his life, there he he's neutralized. Mm-hmm. Now, what what a, what someone who would maybe who is a little more subtle than Thais would have done is compl- you c- complain a little bit, but you just withhold sex for for from him. Because obviously that's what he, wow. what? <laughs> but but I'm saying wow. you don't overtly do it, and you don't complain about it. You just subtly say, "I don't like John here." You shouldn't get married. <laughs> I think. No, you pull a Robin Brown. That's how this is done from Sister Wives. Oh, you, God. you you bide your time in in months in years, and then before you know it. You're living. You're the other two wives are on the outs, and you're sitting there with a nanny. That's what Amar would have done. <laughs> I am not. You're not wrong. Uh, but I'm saying that that's that's when you got trauma and meshment like what that's happening there. Yeah. Normal, and this is the thing. People are saying, "Why can't he? Why can't he trust his wife?" Because logic does not apply with trauma. It doesn't. So if you guys are saying. He should blah, blah, blah that his wife. 
that's not possible for someone who he's t- Patrick in in some emotional way. Patrick is still stuck at thirteen with his oh brother. yeah, and it's like he says to Jabri, who's he's like that's why I can't punk my brother. He's like the same way you can't punk your mother. Yeah. And again, Jabri can't take that in, and he goes, uh, no, but that's different. Again, because everything's always different for Jabri. And then, and then we have this, and Patrick says, I don't know, it's the best I can do. And then we have a little bit of this uh, Ari and Benium that y'all, Ari fucking hates, ben, or not Benium, Ari hates Jabri. Oh, yeah. And you were bullying me earlier. She's like, you were bullying me before and picking on me. And don't you see how that could be hurtful? Honestly. Because she brings that up because Jabri starts talking again how John was bullying everyone on set. Honestly, there wasn't a single thing she said this tell-all that I did not agree with. And I'm having problems with that. No, no. She said that and Jabri went, uh, well, I wasn't bullying with you. I was just kind of da-da-da. No, it wasn't. And I said, that wasn't that to me. And then Sean Robbins said, well, this is one issue that won't get solved tonight. <laughs> you know that's my least favorite I, thing she yeah, does. That's like saying, well, we'll have to agree to disagree. When someone says that, it makes me want to rip into their body and Mortal combat them and rip out their spine. When someone says agree to dis, we'll have to agree to disagree with me. That's what I want to do. Don't ever do that to me. You've, d- you've done that to me before and I have not responded well. <laughs> We're going to go to commercial <laughs> and we'll be right back. Oh, agree to disagree. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise. Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. 
Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You know, I decided... I guess we're in the upside down of tell-alls because maybe because no one didn't come for them really, but like Emily came off in this tell-all very well and I wasn't annoyed by her at all. an actual human being, which she hasn't been all season. A human being. She looked, even again when she was talking later on to Kenny and Tim, she looked fucking gorgeous. Hair was good. Her skin. Not the the rat's nest of the wedding hair. Her makeup looked good. Beautiful. But really... But we're going to get into it, but, and God, these kids are fucking gorgeous. Yeah. And I just did what I went, wait a minute. Is Emily not a terrible person? No, she's anymore? a terrible person. I'm so confused. What I, is happening? I, I know you said, I, I still think she's pretty bad. I think her edit was worse than she was. Yeah. I still really believe that. I do. Um, but, but there was some, I think why I wouldn't mind watching them again. She is bad, but at least there's authenticity to that. Thank you. At and least, it's compelling at and least there's she, stakes. At least she was terrible enough to buy her own engagement ring because she didn't think her <laughs> fiancé from Cameroon would get her one. That is cringe <laughs> to a level. But what I want to see. Yeah. So, 
We um we we see uh y'all have home told video, us home there video is, of yes. Scarlet Fever's birth. Yes, y'all have told um, us about Scarlet Fever. Thank you. I remember <laughs> hearing about it, but uh so her ch- second child is technically named after a disease. I do like the name Scarlet. Actually. I do too. Um, and Emily's watching. She's watching the kids and watching that, and she starts crying. And then, then we all kind of go, "Well, who's this bitch?" Because the <sighs> Emily I knew would just sit there and flick her tongue back like a giraffe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of. And she cries because she said it was so special that Kobe got to be there for all of that because right. he didn't get to see that. So now we're going to we we there's this I don't know if we if if they were talking about it beforehand and Sean or one of the producers says, yeah, we have to talk about this on the placenta or sorry, we have to talk about the placenta on the tell all because Sean's like, so this thing, there's a thing that you I heard you're doing. You your placenta, right? This, the, I wasn't surprised by this. I, y'all, we live in Los Angeles, so maybe this is so many people do this in Los Angeles. They do I can't this. Even tell they you. talk. We had an episode of Extreme Sisters. Yes. So I feel like they did cook it though. But but Sean acts like it's some. It's like, like you've an never alien heard of it before. Thing. Yes, it's so. So also, we don't care what you do with your placenta. If you eat it, I am with Guillermo when he said, "Don't we, cook it in my kitchen." We ain't gonna no. When he said in his voice, "We ain't gonna cook that shit in my kitchen," that made me guffaw. I don't think I could use the same cast iron skillet again. <laughs> this, um, but can I just talk about this? Is I feel like this second half of this tell all was just laden with, so to speak, is tangents that we don't care about. Well, I think it's tangents that will cause people to talk about stuff, will tweet about things. It I was, don't care about placentas. One other, what I care who about, eats the placenta. I want to see the video of him telling her to shut the fuck up <laughs> and everybody reacting to that and everybody having a response if Kobe was in the wrong for that. I agree. Instead of seeing... Then later on, show this clip about breastfeeding when that's like the one somewhat negative thing that this guy 100%, did the entire season when he's been an angel the entire season. This tell-all, this second half was such a fucking misdirection of a tell-all. And it was a love letter to Emily. It just, I, I get it if you like her, but present her in a realistic way. I'm sorry. I think they could have done a much better job of presenting that. They she, didn't mention the ring. They didn't mention the ring. They didn't mention the ring, y'all. They didn't mention. They didn't mention that she, the engagement They didn't show ring. a clip of her saying, "I already bought the." They showed nothing. She must be sucking, or Kobe must be fucking someone at TLC. No, I told you. This is not going to make any. This is going to make everyone mad. They're grooming them for tele or pillow I, talk. I, I think they're grooming for pillow talk. And here's why. And, like you, and here's I, why. you said pillow talk, and I said I think they could be on hay next. Here's season. why. Kobe, I guarantee you, polls the highest of oh, yeah. anybody in that cast. Kobe and Guillermo, probably. I love them. I love them both. I love Kobe. And what's going to happen is Emily is color for that. Emily and the way they kind of fight is interesting. They both had interesting takes of the tell-all. Mm-hmm. And they're and she they're young parents, so that's a relatable thing. Yes, a lot of people they're, they're, a, they're a mixed-race couple. Yep. Every they hit everything. So they y'all, hit everything. 
Uh, y'all, I hate to tell you, but I think you go see them on, t- on Pillow Talk. You know, the way you explain that, I think if they keep going now that probably they're getting divorced, we could see the family Coben. <laughs> I'm telling you, mark my words, if they play their cards right, they will get their own spinoff. No, I don't want to see that. They're a family in Kansas. They're middle America. They're they're very relatable. And you said it when you said the word poll. I went, oh, yeah. I he bet polls they, through the roof. I bet people, not just them, but her mom, her dad. All like, of them. Everybody relates to them. Bangs. Bangs. Yeah. Yep. Calling it now. And y'all doubted us when we said Mother Debbie was going to be on The Single Life. And she's about to do her second season of it. Caesar so two. There you go. Caesar two. So there you go. Yeah. We still we still were rooting for Courtney though. Yeah. I think she got lost in the way of the audition. <laughs> yeah. I still don't know why she's not on the single life. <laughs> Hi, we, we need to get we, we need to get her to Tampa. We do. We we're gonna get her to Tampa. Well, oh. you know what? We'll we'll definitely have to get a chauffeur at her house. She'll need a handler. <laughs> she won't be able to get there on her own. <laughs> not on my own. So Again, so then Sean asked him about intimacy, and we find out that this Col- is such a weird tangent. I don't care about any of this with them. I don't care if they're having sex or not. I mean, who- <laughs> um, there was a little bit of um, uh, talk about having sex and who's who's having sex and baby talk and 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 y'all. Bilal got roasted this tell-all, but not by who you'd think, <laughs> not by but who you, by his wife. By his wife. It was... she's and Because they were talking about... Kobe's like, yeah, I'm just kind of a, really being careful right now. We're not having sex a lot because like, we don't want to you know, have any more kids. And Shada's like, talk to Bilal. He knows exactly how not to get a woman pregnant. And everybody just Everyone goes... Everyone goes... What? <laughs> What? And Bilal's face, you That was one of those Thais faces where she goes, Yes. By the way, she sits with the worst pot. If you're watching, Thais just sat like this the whole time. Y'all, tell your children to sit up in good posture. It was like a Parna on on Indian Matchmaker. She was out with that guy, Jay. She's like, can you please sit up straight? And I was like, only a Parna would do that. Good for her. Indian Matchmaking season two is amazing. I just started watching it again. Aparna, you remember Aparna? I do. I do. Ooh, yeah. I will say, shocker, she's still single. I, I Shocking. will say, Aparna walked so Viral could run <laughs> this season. Oh, woo! That we we meet Viral, another another I got that. Indian yeah. woman. Um, yikes! Yikes! <laughs> See, and Seema's her old salty self, y'all. So, um. Ooh. So then Sean asks, has anyone's sex life cooled? They're talking about all their different... No one's really... No one's really had a cooled sex life. But that does get into the conversation of Bilal and Shida having a child. And that's where Shida says, well, Bilal likes to practice. And Bilal says, well, I want to enjoy each other for a few years. And Shida says, well, I'm 37. And again, Kara pops in and says, well... You could start trying to have a kid, but like I had a friend who it took years to have right. a baby, so it might not happen so quickly. Then Bilal definitely says an outright lie. 
I had to convince her to have children. Gaslighter. So I guarantee, thank you. There's probably one part of that that is true. Like I had to convince her to have children in a certain time or I had to convince her on this day to have children. And she said, Bilal, that's not true. She's like, that's you didn't, not they true. Didn't, she said it didn't happen that way no. at all. And he just sits there like, he doesn't argue back. He just goes, because in his mind, it did. Yeah. That's what's scary. It's scary that he's not lying to try to make her look bad. Is that he actually believes, he believes the Amway shit he's selling. Oh, yeah. There's one little bit. The only thing Emily gets the comeuppance for is they show a tweet about her basically forgetting Coben at home and, and the, the, the kind of the biggest issue that, the first big issue we had with Emily. Yes. Um, and Which... If I just want to say, if I was producing this tell-all, I would have made that the first topic. Yep. Why did we talk about all this? I would have talked about their baby for a couple of minutes, new baby, and then this would have been the first thing. I agree. Um, because, y'all, at any moment, Sean can say, now let's talk about something anyone was already, uh, was talking about. At any moment, we can edit that. Yeah. But it was edited with all this filler kind of... Easy, easy question easy. for Emily. I'm telling you, it's because they are they they are grooming her. It was. It, this was the first tell-all where I went, where I felt like we're being taken for a ride. Me too. And I never felt that way in a tell-all. And last seasons, I felt that way. Last last night day, I should say. Oh, um, so, so yeah. The and they're talking about the 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 sex, having sex with him before they saw him, and it was interesting the way they did it. And Emily kind of explained herself. She's like, you know, I looked the same thing. She explained it away. I looked like I looked look different, and um, uh, she had the same excuses. It's all about her. Everything was about her, and I expected. I kind of, I guess, I kind of expected someone maybe like Guillermo or some of the men to come for her and say, but he wanted to see his kid because everyone's all men's rights now on the first episode. Yeah. Nobody said anything. And I thought, I mean, Kobe actually said, and then Ari said, well, I guess I can't understand what you're saying because I had a problem with that. But now it doesn't matter. Yeah. She said, I wasn't a fan of that at first, but now it makes sense. But Kobe even said, and nobody jumped on this. Kobe said, if she would have told me before I came when I was in Cameroon, I would have prepared for yeah. that, and it would have been fine. It was just that. So he even he even went as far to say, I had been preparing for eight months to see my son and yeah. then was told I have to wait. And no one said, no, Emily, that was shitty. Also, there, would be, there were so many things, the microaggressions of when he would do things with the baby, the bed, when she, when she yes. made him go yes. sleep out of the bed. Yep. There were so, so many, many things. None of it, it almost makes me wonder. And Jabri comes for everybody. Yeah. Jabri never came for Emily and Kobe. That's true. So it leads me to believe probably this was talked about at the tell-all and they edited all of it out. Could be. I would love to hear someone. I bet you, because y'all, I know that these tell-alls are like 12 hours. It's Tim or Kenny. Who? Tim or Kenny. They won't tell us. Maybe not. They're getting paid by Discovery. They're not going to tell us shit. You're right. Um, Shall we move on to 
You will get it done. You will get it done. All right, y'all. Tatiana is ready to lay. And she came in with, I, I just wrote, earrings. Earrings. <laughs> That's what she had. She had very big earrings. There, and it's not, and I understand, it's not that, a lot of times those earrings go kind of this way, not sticking out. Mm-hmm. It was almost like if they if they were kind of flush with her body, it, but it was like, woo. <laughs> they were, yeah. They looked like stirrups. She just yes. kind of grab onto. Like big bike wheels. Woo! Um, now, what I did not understand is what Tatiana was there for. I, I, or I, I know what I think she was there for. Mm-hmm. And it was to gin up Muhammad into getting angry. Because we haven't seen Muhammad angry the entire... And she it's did. always like this. Because I thought what they were producers were really wanting is him to actually get angry. And y'all, he, he went from... You will get it done to... You, you went like this. So is this much anger? He still got it. Yeah, but he still sounds the same when he's angry. Yeah. yeah. Like you kind of thought he would be like... Wait a minute. But no, nothing. That's what they were wanting. They immediately just kind of go in. She sits down and they just right start fighting because he starts going at her. And he says, he's telling her, which, again, I'm kind of seeing his side of this because he says, no, this all, is my sexual private life here. All and of she, this, yeah. all of this, let's treat this what it was. All of this was a plant to make Muhammad uncomfortable. The women talked about it. They and knew they were going to do they it. Knew and they should have just admitted it. And she kept saying, well, this is what we do in our culture. And she says, we, you know, we all met through a tantra. And people think tantra is just about sex, but it's about we don't see sex as a shameful thing. That's all correct. But you want him to recognize all where you're coming from, right. yet you refuse to actually see where he is coming right. from. Yeah. So it, this is a no-brainer to me. This is if you did just a fucking Uncle Bing or Aunt Bing search, you, is it Uncle or Aunt? Aunt Bing. Aunt Bing. It's Uncle, Uncle Google. Uncle Google. Well, no, the point the point here is it was overt. They were trying to thank you. That's make what fun of him. Mm-hmm. They were trying to make fun of not just not. They were trying to make fun of what a sexual just like. Because uh, they they think because they do tantra they think they hold all the keys to the kingdom. Yeah. So and anyone else who's not as sexually evolved as they are has a problem. Exactly. So that's the way they see the world. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And they can't. They can't. <laughs> Neighbor just died up there. She's rolling. She's rolling a barrel. Uh huh. She's <laughs> Shannon Miller's up there and they're doing a beam <laughs> right now. <laughs> that's what's happening. Stick the landing, Carrie Strug. (laughs) Come on. She has children now. I'm sure she does. Do you remember when that (sighs) happened? I bet you sobbed watching Carrie Strug. I cannot tell you. It It was so fucking riveting. That's when the Olympics were good. Maybe I was just younger. Don't sound old and say that's when the Olympics were good. Yeah, I think I just sound old. Yeah. I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> I remember where I was. <laughs> Carrie! You have children now. Uh, so, so, but I just, that's where we get Mohammed who says, do you know me after you figured out I'm good in bed? This so never gets weird. answered. No. Again, 
if someone says, if someone says, y'all, we host a podcast. We've hosted, I've hosted stuff like a lot of two poodles. He's hosted stuff, but usually at night in a black light. But yeah. still, we are accommodating hosts. If someone said on a show and you found out I'm good in bed, I would say, wait a minute. Uh, this Tatiana, was, how did you figure out Mohammed was good in bed? It, what do we mean by this? It was because this was cut to ribbons. This what, was yeah. This was a this was something that should have been fleshed out. Or, and if he, he said, "Why well, didn't mean I meant I know I'm good in bed," and I would say, "Eve, do you concur that Mohammed? You know right. what I mean? Explore this. None of it. And but Kobe agreed. Give me Erica. It, thank. This is this is I miss Erica Hill. Y'all, she, if you never watched the Erica Hill tell-alls, she wasn't having it. You could tell that the producers would talk in her ear, and she would go, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> she would just say what she wanted to. <laughs> Bring back Eric, justice for Erica Hill. I think she's fine now, though. I think she's better off. So, and can you imagine what, what, what Erica Hill would have done with gibberish? Oh. She's like, sit down. <laughs> I I really do wish it I feel like there needs to be a change because the tell all Sean Robinson has no authority on that stage. I feel like they're trying to make a change and they know it. They just don't know what to do because they brought Kenny and Tim on. Yeah, that's true. So and you know, we've said several seasons ago, again, as Poodle said in the first episode, don't know where they got that idea. <laughs> well, I think but they, I think they're trying to create more of an entertainment version of a tell-all with with play-by-play and saying, ooh, the tell-all is good, it's spicy, it's dramatic, blah, blah, blah. However, it's not going to keep being dramatic if you don't hold these people accountable. And no one was held accountable. Honestly, and we'll talk about this later, I think Kim, Kim, uh, Kenny and Tim asked the best questions of people because they had been on it and they honestly tried to because especially because it's kenny you know he was like off camera he said i want to get some tea (laughs) and you know because some of the things that he asked like when they asked emily this is later on and we won't say but when they said who is a person that you just couldn't that you didn't want to deal that got on your nerves this tell all genius That's, that's a great question that's a great great question or I think that was a more it felt very meta to me, and I, I I was okay with that. But I don't know who's running the ship anymore. It, it felt lost at sea. Yeah, and especially with all the Jabri talk, and we we had very few guests this time. And I will say, as a host, you are there to control the to control the conversation. Yeah. She let Jabri. Overran that yep. conversation. It, she ruined the show. She should have clamped him down. So we are. Uh, there's a little bit of. Um, they 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 keep fighting. They go and fight it again, and, ta- and so they kind of calm down. And then Tatiana says what she's been waiting. She says, "I'd like to pose a question to the group. Has anyone ever said that they would get another sponsor?" And it's interesting because all the people, not all of them, but like. Guillermo and some other people said, I get why he said that when yeah. you're that frustrated. And so I was surprised that people kind of came to Muhammad. Well, all the all the K all the winners. All all, all all the Americans though came all to All the Americans like, you don't know what it takes to talk the paperwork. 
And Guillermo brought a good point. He said, you don't know what it's like to feel like I'm working six days a week and then suddenly it just stops. He's like, well, you do get very frustrated. Remember, the problem for Eve and Muhammad was not that she – was not that she wanted to do the – that she wouldn't do the paperwork. She just kept putting it off and putting it off. And for him, being, being pragmatic, you need to do my paperwork. Well, yes, and kind of we'll talk about this in part of our part two, but what we find out at the end of this tell-all, Muhammad really wanted to get this going. Yeah. Yeah. She so, did. But he does say something to Tatiana, which is so true. He said, because she kind of starts to, he was, he was like, you know, I love these women. They're my soul sister. I just want everybody to get along. But I love him and too. And Muhammad yeah. said, I do thank you for being supportive of her, Tatiana. He said, but the thing is, the questions you are asking me actually does nothing to help you understand me more. And I went, that's spot on. He he leveled her. He leveled her with that. Yes. Yeah. And she came off as venal and just being there to be – to disrupt everything. Yes. And afterwards when Tim and Kenny were talking about – did you like it that – no, Tim like is us. Tim's like, I didn't think they'd be together at yeah. all. <laughs> I, I didn't think they'd even be together. I mean, yeah. And Kenny said, did you see he went up a notch? Well, I mean, just like one notch, <laughs> but he went up. Kenny was really fucking funny on this episode. And then there was like, and Tim was like, do re mi And they're like, they were both singing. And I was like. I was like, where did they get that from? <laughs> this, exactly. <laughs> they were funny together, though. If I could, if I could sue for IP. <laughs> so, what's interesting is uh, uh, the uh, they're in the cast room afterwards. And yeah, that's where Emily is saying, like, I. She said, "Look, see, I wish this would have been said on stage." Where Emily said, "Look." If my friends, Sean should have asked someone. If I brought she said, if my, my fiance, friends came at my fiance like that, she's like they wouldn't have been my friends anymore. I would have told them to hold the fuck up. And I went, why didn't Sean ask anyone? And yep. failure, failure. Well, I know why they didn't ask because this that was all a plan. Then Tatiana and they all hug again and have a group fake. hug. Fake, 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 fake. Um, we have one little bit we're gonna do more, and that's uh, we're gonna. Talk about Ari and Beanie for the first time. For the first time. Um, that they bring them up. Um, again, y'all know I have um, I have very complicated feelings about Arietta. Uh, Ari. I know. And we know how I was on her first season. <laughs> and we know how I was on her second season. Yeah. I think she is... I completely understand her now. I I wrote I, that too. She is she makes a lot of sense to me. And I can't believe I'm saying that and I don't like it. Um now we're in a we're in a hell mouth. Because when she says I kinda like the idea of marriage being like, Oh yeah, I'm married, but like doing my own thing. And I went, That's so interesting because like that's what I think about being like in a relationship. You can do your own thing, and like when they say you can you can access other people's needs, and you they say, well, I need you to validate me more, and I say, well, I need to fuck other people. 
<laughs> so again, again poodle, <laughs> don't get married. I don't think it's for you. You don't need that institution. So we both have different needs. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't think that's going to be for you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and All right. That's what I need. I'm glad you know your needs. And and then, I mean, so, so that way we had an open relationship. He just didn't know. <laughs> again. Again, I, yeah. Um, anyway. Probably good for you to so, just date. So uh, uh, they're talking about Avi and how, and how cute he is. And we find out Beanie is in Las Vegas. He's going to Las Vegas several months out of the year because... MMA is all yeah, he's doing. Yeah, and there's a big Ethiopian community, so obviously he's... Now, I thought it was really... Benny, Benny basically said very little the whole tell-all, um, but I consider this a huge step for Ari to not be super jealous when he's there and not worry about him cheating on her. Well, yeah, I do. It's interesting to me, y'all, because we said Ari... Remember how we talked about Ari, like the reason that she broke up yeah. with Leander and all of that is because he probably wanted to settle down and go to school and right. she wants to be this vagabond and travel around. Yeah. And so she now kind of is getting what she wants. Um, but I will I what I got from Ari, what I kind of gleaned from Ari, this understanding her more, this episode is, first of all, Bless her heart. She had no business being on reality TV. I agree with you. I see, she was like, not there emotionally was a, ready. There was a sympathy that was brought up for me to for brought up in me for her. Yep. And I thought, not even you really don't know who you are, but also you really don't have a lot of the confidence to develop who you are yet. And to see someone have to go through being, I went, God, I bet. A lot of these last two years were really, really hard. fucking hard on you. I thought saw the same thing, and I saw I saw someone who it was her kind choice of to do it, but yeah. beaten and battered. She seemed and, like a but what was lamb. interesting. She does seem stronger now, and a lot of it rolls off of her now. It's better. It is better now. But this was surprising that so he's going to Vegas. I honestly personally think I'm all about pursue your dreams. I think it's shitty though because you know he's not bringing any money to the table and Ari cut to her family are 100% footing this bill yep. for him to live in Vegas, not a cheap city he, and it, for him to live his dream. It's not that you don't get any money at MMA. You guys, it's just that only in big, only higher up. Will you yeah. get any money? And it is, it is good for them because I think now Ari realistically sees what their relationship is like. And she was talking about re- her view of marriage. She's like, yeah, you do your thing and I do my thing and we're together and we raise their kid. And everyone was like, what? What does that happen? No, you have to have your – no, you must live in the same place and you must be fully committed. And Ari's like, this works for us. But it is confusing how – because she said – when I talked to Benny, I said, so you're going to live there and I'll live here. And Benny said no. So I went, wait a minute. So were you all as a family going to Vegas for like two or three I, months and then I going think, back? It was I confusing. Think, I think it was that he said that's not a good long-term situation. So I think they're only living month to month. They are uh, – it's – I think I think what Ari is, is putting her is, – is, is 
she's going all in on the fact that Beanie's going to get bored with MMA within six months. I, which is not going to happen. And they're kind of talking. And then Jabri starts to open his mouth and bully Ugh. bully them and say they're not going to work out. And then he says the same thing to Bilal and Shida. Well, and they're just like, what? Well, he says that after Shida says, Jabri, don't put your mouth right. in their relationship. Let's be nice. So The there only we have, person to check him besides John. So now we have... The people that aren't the host trying to control the person that keeps interrupting right. everyone else. Failure. And then that's when Jabri immediately goes for Bilal and Shadi yep. and says, you're not going to be together. Um, Ari says, at least I'm aggressive, aggressive, and not <laughs> passive aggressive. And I went, no, Ari, you're passive aggressive because yep. going to Ethiopia for one week, but then deciding to stay for three months and blocking your fucking husband so they can't talk to you. Is passive aggressive. It is. It was interesting Whoa. to hear her, and it was interesting to see Ari's version of that. She's like, because I was doing it for me, so I wouldn't contacted him. And yeah. what what that was, they were probably having a fight. And I she's like, he didn't notice. I agree with her. I don't think he oh, noticed. Oh, I don't think he noticed at all. Because he's y'all don't forget. He's a fuck boy. Yeah. If you don't think that he's not cheating on her when he's in fucking Vegas for three months and she's in Ethiopia, then you're an idiot, y'all. Or at least not really thinking about her. Not or, really or thinking not, about her. Yeah. Do I think he's like texting other women and doing things where he can get caught? Probably not. No. But you think if he goes to a party and he makes out with a woman at a party? Or flirts. And flirts? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Also, this is at and, the this is at the point of the tell all where we cut to Miona and she just yawns. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she was so bored. She maybe said even in their segment, she maybe said fifty words. Yeah. If that. Even Kobe said more than her. Yeah. 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 Even Muhammad said more than she did. And Thais. Thais, it's true. <laughs> and so Kara says, you know, he has so many things. I get why he wants to be in Vegas. And Sean finally asked a decent question. She said, Ari, does your version of a marriage align with Biniam's version of marriage? And Ari's like, Oof. wow, which is a great question to ask. And Ari's like, well, not at first, but on the other hand, you know, I want. I often want to run away screaming because it's scary, and she. That's where she. But this really kind of we get space from one another, and yeah. she explains it like you were said earlier. This works for them. So, I think this is huge growth for for her. To it, she's figured it out for her that this works for us because she. So she's not always uncomfortable. Yeah, it almost feels like to me that they both are kind of like, because Ari said earlier, she's like, it's just, we're so different from one another. There's love there, but we're so different. No, they are. But I think it feels like a little bit like they love each other enough to stay with another, each other because they have a kid. That's that's it. Well, that was brought up later on. Yeah, yeah, that's we're gonna, true. We're going to we'll talk, talk about that. that. You'll talk about um, it in part two. But no, I think, I think they are... I think they are emotionally worlds apart. Um, I don't worlds apart. Oh. Worlds apart. I cry like a baby. <laughs> that song, "River in the Rain," 
I love the Muddy show. Muddy Water, even. I like Big River. It's a pretty show. The music's very pretty. You want to be here with me? Yes. It <laughs> Just keep listing things That's that people Big don't River. know, Jake. What about the... That should be the name of the show. Just Nunchuck. No, that's both the big, big river, the Tom Sawyer musical. What should be the name of this show? Or the Huck Finn musical, I'm sorry. But you do. Listing things people don't know. <laughs> Keep up. All right, that's it for this uh, show, I believe. Yeah, that's... Because we're going to jump into gibberish next time and some more Emily yeah. and Kobe and some more yeah, Ari and I, Beanie. Poor Ari and Beanie. I just want to say Kara summed it up when she listened to their marriage and she went, interesting approach <laughs> that's where i am y'all we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts oh god i have love nothing to and, say here and all the wrong places poodle uh, you take it <laughs> i i don't know what to say <laughs> now you also yeah. do this usually you introduce usually you say where you can find us well you can find us at reality there, keep podcast going. on our instagram uh, that's our link tree link is there where you can get tickets to our show go to y'all on TikTok where we went recently viral go to Reality Gaze that's our TikTok viral uh, you can follow us on our Facebook group our, fa- our private Facebook group Sissy Squad our fan group is uh, a private group but they have fun in there so we do a good job we have fun in there and then um, I got nothing else to say are you ready? yeah alright now I already said the first part again so just say it so if you know how not to get a woman pregnant I do. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Then call us. <laughs> I'd like to be pregnant. I've tried a lot. Bye. Bye. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.